0: I just want to say this this morning. Uh, you know, we celebrate celebrate our, our veterans this weekend and have Veterans Day. And uh, I want to do this this morning. If you're here and you are now or have been a member of the armed forces, and that includes if you've uh, been or are now a member of law enforcement, I'd like for all of you to stand up. Would you please stand up and just stay standing a minute? Man. Well, and I tell you what I want to do. Just stay standing. I want us to give us applause. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right, you can sit down. I, I want to thank God for our veterans, uh, our armed service uh, people, and our law enforcement people. Thank God for the people uh, that stand up uh, for our freedoms and our privileges and our rights and i just appreciate every one of you and uh i instead of reading scripture i'm just going to go ahead and have prayer if y'all want to stand with me again everybody and we'll go ahead and have prayer precious heavenly father thank you lord for letting us be here today thank you father for our veterans god thank you for the sunshine thank you for what we've already felt in sunday school this morning thank you for what we're excited about and the baptizing that we're going to have after a while God, I just pray that you just help this service and bless it. Help us to get in the center of your will. Speak to people's hearts, God, especially those that are lost and whatever their spiritual needs are. God, I pray today, just bless the singing, bless the baptizing, bless the preaching. God, just bless this service completely as you would have it to be. We ask these things in Jesus' name and amen. You may be seated. In just a moment, I'm going to turn over to the choir, but I want to explain this a little bit. Choir choir's going to sing a song, and they're going to turn back over to me. I'm going to get up and say some things about baptizing. And when I get back up and when it's time, uh, I'll tell the folks that are going to be baptized uh, to come ahead to get ready. And the uh, men are going to get uh, ready over here in this room. Uh, the ladies will get ready over here in this room. And, uh, but I really want you to pray. And uh, everybody just let's, let's purpose right now. I'm going to do what God wants me to do this morning. Okay, we're going to throw over to the choir. Brother Taylor. Page
1: one seventy.
0: song, and uh, we have a church covenant up here on the wall, and uh, we appreciate that church covenant, what it stands for, and uh, it's not a substitute for the Bible, but it tells what we believe about the Bible and serving God, and uh, I want to quickly read this to you, and uh, if you're just getting baptized, this is what you're agreeing to as a church member. If you've been a church member a long time, that's still what you've agreed to as a church member, and it's important uh, for us to realize uh, what our doctrines are, and this is just part of it, and I will to say this before we're going farther, now, we've got a class now that's basic doctrines, and uh, is Jer- Jeremy come around, here. I know you like me doing this this way. <laughs> Jeremy is teaching our basic doctrines class, and I don't know if they've already don't know if they've already moved to the fellowship hall. No. Okay. Okay. What were you talking about? Are you going to move out there? Yeah, okay. Probably. Okay. But anyway, uh, we appreciate Jeremy I, I lean on him a lot of give Don't up a lot. And he's one of our deacons and he's a good teacher. And so I recommend to you if you, and you can go back now. If you want to. Uh, <laughs> uh, I recommend to you if you're interested in basic doctrine, I certainly recommend uh, to those that uh, have recently joined church and gotten baptized. And, but that does, it's not limited to you. We've got other people that goes in that class. Even if you haven't been saved and you're interested in basic doctrines and you want to go in that class, you're still welcome to. Uh, but this is just part of our basic doctrines that we believe church covenant. Having been led, as we believe, by the Spirit of God to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior. Now, we believe that. You've got to be led by the Holy Spirit. God's got to speak to your heart, and you've got to trust the Lord in order to get saved. And when you get saved uh, and on the profession of our faith, once we share that, we tell you, Yeah, I got saved. Then if you get saved and you're willing to let the church know that, you can become a candidate for baptism like these folks are going to baptize today. Having been baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, we do now in the presence of God, angels, and this assembly most solemnly and joyfully enter into covenant with one another as one body in Christ. We engage, and I like that word engage. You know, if you're in a car and you're going to go somewhere, you have to put it in gear. You have to engage. We engage, therefore, by the aid of the Holy Spirit to walk together in Christian love, to strive for the advancement of this church in knowledge, holiness, and comfort, to promote its prosperity and spirituality, sustain its worships, ordinances, discipline, and doctrines, to contribute cheerfully and regularly to the support of the ministry, the expenses of the church, the relief of the poor, and the spread of the gospel through all nations. We also engage to maintain family and secret devotion, to religiously educate our children, uh, one of the things, you, you need to talk to your children at home about church and about God, and, and you need to discuss that. But i tell you, one part of that is bring them to Sunday school. We need to bring our children to Sunday school. Okay, we also engage to maintain family secret devotions, religiously educate our children, to seek the salvation of our candidate and acquaintance, to walk circumspectly in the world, to be just in our dealings, faithful in our engagements, exemplary in our deportment, to avoid all, to avoid all. Tattling, backbiting, and excessive anger. To abstain, that means completely not at all. You don't do any of it. To abstain from the sale and use of intoxicating drinks as a beverage. We don't drink a little sip. We believe it's not appropriate, according to the scripture, to drink alcohol. Okay. So let me me read that again. Uh, Boy, I praise God. To abstain from the sale and use of intoxicating drinks as a beverage, to be zealous in our efforts to advance the kingdom of our Savior. We further engage to watch over one another in brotherly love, to remember each other in prayer, to aid each other in sickness and distress, to cultivate Christian sympathy and feeling and courtesy and speech, to be slow to take offense, but always ready for reconciliation and mindful of the rules of our Savior to secure it without delay. Wow. We moreover engage that when we remove from this place, we will as soon as possible Unite with some other church where we can carry out the spirit of this covenant and the principles of God's word. And we'll share one other thought with you and then we'll go get ready for the baptism. There's scripture. Well, I'll just, I think I've got it marked. I'll just look at it maybe. In the book of, in the book of Acts. Talks about, uh, there was a man, he was an Ethiopian eunuch. He was coming through the desert. He'd been down to Jerusalem to worship. He was reading from the book of Isaiah and didn't understand it. God sent Philip down there to preach to him. And Philip. Preached the gospel to him. And that man believed the gospel. And then he asked Philip, he said, what does hinder me to be baptized? And I like what Philip told him. If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. And he took him and baptized him. When you get saved, the next step following Jesus is to get baptized. Praise God. Boy, I know some of you are wondering if I'm ever going to baptize, but I really am in a minute. But I just got this on my heart, and I, I appreciate you praying. Now, uh, we're going to ask those that's uh, going to be baptized today. Like I said, men over here, women over here, come on ahead, and uh, we can get ready for the baptizing. And all you family members and special friends that have come for the baptizing, we've got a lot of seats up here in the front. You're welcome to come up here and sit so you can see it from the front row. And uh, so... Uh, Let's everybody really pray. We'll turn back over to the choir, and we'll go to get ready for the baptizing. i can feel him in my soul. I'm proud of these folks that got saved and getting baptized. I'm proud of everybody that's here uh, being a witness and backing them and supporting them. And I thank God for what he's doing uh, for people. God's still in the saving business. Everybody wants to get saved can, and everybody saved that wants to live for God can. So you pray while we baptize. In obedience to the command of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, Upon a profession of her faith in him, we baptize this our sister. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Once again, we thank God for this one that's following Jesus in baptism. You pray. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and upon the profession of her faith in Him, we baptize this our sister in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. This morning. Well, I'm telling you, we've got we've got things to praise God for. And we've got a spirit to praise God with. Amen. You pray. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and upon the profession of his faith in him, we baptize this our brother. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Man. <laughs> Hey, man! Praise the Lord! Yeah. Once again, we praise God. Thank God for this young man that's followed Jesus, got saved, and now following him in baptism. Keep praying. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and upon profession of his faith in him, we baptize this, our brother, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen, thank the Lord, thank the Lord, yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah, Listen, we're going to go back and get the change into our dry clothes for and come out, and the choir's going to be singing. But I really feel this way. I feel like it's possible somebody might feel like coming to the altar before we get back there. You don't have to wait for me to be out there for you to come to the altar. If God's calling you, you need to come right now this morning. There's plenty of other folks together gather around and pray with you, and God's here, and He's powerful, and the church loves you, and obey the Lord this morning. Thank thank the Lord for God's Spirit. Thank the Lord for these that were baptized. And praise God today. And it's it's my heart's desire to see some more people get saved today. God's, He's able to save you. But right now, in just a minute, we'll ask those that were just baptized to come over here and stand along the front together. And uh, we'll all stand up. And uh, we'll come around and give the family and friends a chance just a little bit. Uh, at the first and then anybody that wants to come by and shake hands with them And if you feel like giving them a hug well, it's all right with me uh, Follow the Lord this morning and again if you're here today Listen real careful Please do this even while we're coming around shaking hands If you'd come by and shake hands and you feel like I need to pray There's room over here at the side you just get down we can shake hands and pray God and handle all of it so while we sing let's shake hands
2: <gasps> I went to-
1: We're
0: for a moment and we'll have prayer here in just a little bit Uh, praise God for what he's doing does anybody have an unspoken prayer request before we pray Amen. now if you've got something on your heart you want to say a prayer request you want to make please do that pray for him pray for Sonny Please remember that. Someone else. Sir, let's for Denny Hunter this morning. I'm sure he'd love to be in here this Amen. Morning. Amen. Brother Bill Ray, in case you didn't hear him, he said pray for Denny Hunter this morning so he would have loved to be in here. Brother Bill and Brother Chris Page and I were there to visit Denny in yesterday, and yesterday. Uh, Denny's really excited about the folks getting baptized today. He just, he just lit up and nodded and he was very excited. And, and uh, so let's really pray for Brother Denny Hunter. He's making some progress. He's got a long way to go, but he's, he's coming in the right direction. So just really, really keep praying. Anything else? Um, she's home, but it's wearing on his mom at. All right. Pray for them. Pray for conviction this morning. What's that mean, preacher? That means pray for God's Holy Spirit to speak to the hearts of people that are spiritually in need. And uh, God's able to do that. And let me say this before I pray. When I was a boy and they talked about God calling you before God ever really spoke to me and touched my heart, I pictured that God was going to have a voice that sounded maybe like my dad's or somebody's. God doesn't speak in a verbal voice like that. It's not audible. But you can feel it down inside. You can feel that need and I, I would sit back there and i think, well, when's God going to call me? And I realized he was already calling me. That's why I was wrestling with that. It was stirring my heart inside. God let me know through the gospel that I was lost on my way to hell. And God through the gospel told me that if I'd trust Jesus with all my heart, I'd get saved and I'd have the guarantee that heaven's going to be my home. And, and I got that. Now, so let's, let's just pray for them that's in need today. Anyone else? Anybody else? That's that's great. Yep. Right. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I want to say along with Sister Dally, I appreciate the church how they labored and uh, put that meal together and worked hard and, and had a meal, a uh, funeral dinner uh, for Harold Nichols, his family. And uh, boy, I, I felt like God really touched a lot of that family. And uh, I'm like, Dale, let's really, let's pray for those folks. Anything else before we pray? Samaria. Amen. Pray for the revival that starts tonight at Samaria. Uh, boy, I've got some people really on my heart for that, so really pray. Anything else? All right, Brother Bill Ray Thompson, would you lead us? Amen. Thank the Lord. Now, anybody feel like singing this morning? I appreciate the choir singing already. And I thank the Lord for that. Thank I already mentioned I appreciate Sunday school. And good to see everybody. What a blessing just looking out and seeing everybody cheer. Now, if you've got a song on your heart that God's wanting you to sing, we want you to do that. Anybody? Anybody? Let's pray while she comes. While they come, pray for them and listen.
3: and bomb.
4: Jeez.
0: those good songs good to be in the house of the Lord anybody else got anything if not I want you to pray real hard and uh, I probably won't preach long so listen real carefully I want to look at uh, the ninth chapter of the book of Romans first of all and uh, again I want you to pray real hard I say this over and over again, I'd like to see somebody get saved this morning. If there's anybody here lost, and the way I feel in my heart must be, I've got a burden for the lost. And if God's speaking to you and you're one of the lost, then the choice is yours. But uh, we get to the ninth chapter of the book of Romans. This is uh, Paul, a uh, great man of God, that was writing to the Roman people and he's starting at verse 1, in chapter 9. He said, I say the truth in Christ, I lie not. So he starts out saying this this way. And I think what he's going to say is going to shock them. So he's, he's wanting to firm it up right as a start. I really mean this. I'm telling you the truth. So listen to what he says. I say the truth in Christ, I lie not. My conscience... Also bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost. You can't get any more truthful in front of the net. Here's what he says that I have great heaviness and continual sorrow in my heart. And here's why. For I could wish that myself were accursed from Christ for my brethren my kinsman according to the flesh. Wow, what a statement. He didn't say, I wish that I was accursed from Christ. He said, I could wish that. Oh, why? For my brethren. Let me let me put it in a in, uh, little different words, my own words. Sometimes I almost wish that I could stand in your shoes if you're lost. If I could just stand there in your spot for just a minute, uh, to help you make that move. But I'm going to tell you what, I I don't really have to stand in your shoes and I can't stand in your shoes. And Paul didn't say, uh, I wish that I was a curse from Christ for my brother and my kinsmen according to the flesh. But he said, I could wish it. And and why is that? Because he said, I have great heaviness and continual sorrow in my heart. I'm burdened for you folks that haven't trusted Christ yet. Uh, Well, preacher, is that a bad thing? No, that's not bad at all. Well, preacher... Uh, you know you talk about having joy when you follow Christ and uh, the peace and the joy that 's in your heart and your heart's full and uh, uh, Jay talked about that in Sunday school this morning, uh, matter of fact uh, i 've got a, a scripture uh, let me let me get this uh, for you just in a second here. Uh, I want to go back and read this. It kind of ties in with Sunday school lesson ties in with that, but uh, I want to preach about uh, joy and sorrow this morning that 's what my text is joy and sorrow here 's what he said. Uh, In the, the 15th chapter of the book of John, this is Jesus speaking. He said this, If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Listen to this. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. And so uh, Jesus is saying to you, if you'll follow me and keep my my commandments, your joy will be full. And then you say, well, preacher, wait a minute. Uh, You're telling us your joy will be full. Now you're talking about uh, continual uh, sorrow and heaviness in your heart. Uh, That happens at the same time. Uh, I'm happy and I I feel joy in my soul. And and I'm glad and I'm a place uh, where I can feel a burden for the lost. I, uh, Cooper, I've had a few times in my life that I was going down the road of life. Uh, I didn't think about anybody's loss. I uh, wasn't burden for him. I didn't have. A, I didn't have a sorrow for him. Uh, when I got to looking at myself, looking at my life that way, that's when I was far away from God, Andrew. Uh, when I'm close to God, I feel a continual sorrow for the lost people. Let, let me just ask you, if you're here today and saved by the grace of God, have you had anybody on your heart lately? Are you praying for anybody that's lost? Uh, do you have a, a re- But listen, uh, uh, there's lots of things in life uh, that's going on, uh, lots of important things. We've got natural things. We've got personal relationships. Those things are important. We've got uh, jobs. We've got education. Uh, we've got... Uh, bills to pay and all that. Uh, But I'm going to tell you what, uh, we ought not let any or all of that, we ought not let it crowd out of the burden that we've got for the lost. Uh, when When I'm where I need to be with the Lord, and I can feel joy in my soul. And, uh, then uh, God will bless me uh, this may sound contradictory uh, in the wording but God will bless me to have sorrow uh, and in my heart uh, for the lost people and so when he said here I have great heaviness and continual sorrow in my heart for I could wish that myself were a curse from Christ for my brother my kinsman according to the flesh well now preacher wait a minute uh, do you really care that much about the lost yeah I really do uh, and I'll tell you what somebody of uh, the church uh, cared that much for me when I was lost when I was was a lost boy I got saved, we used to have church on Saturday night and I got saved on Saturday night, I didn't even tell it that night, I should have but I didn't, I was just shy but God blessed me and I come back Sunday morning and the preacher was up here. and he said, does anybody have anything to say before we pray I acted like I was in the schoolhouse. I held my hand up uh, he saw me. He said, "Terry, do you want to say something?" I said, "Yeah." I said, "I got saved last night, and I want to be baptized and join the church." And, and boy, the church went to rejoicing and, and the preacher he had folks come around and shake hands with me. My uh, uh, brother Ronnie. Uh, uh, it amazed me. People come around crying, uh, tears running down their face. They hugged me and they loved me. And so many of them said, "Oh." praise God. I've been praying for you for so long and I've been burdened for you and I've been worried about you and this blesses my soul that you got saved. It amazed me the love that they expressed for me. Uh, well, I want to tell you today, if you're here lost, lost, uh, there's some love that the church has got for you. Uh, you need uh, to come to Jesus. Uh, let me give you some more scriptures here. I uh, want to give you a little something else. Uh, there's some other things about sorrow. Uh, now, uh, Paul over here, as he spoke to the people of Corinth. I want you to read this. Now, verse 9, it's chapter 7 in 2 Corinthians. Now, Paul said this. Now, listen. He said, now I rejoice. Uh, he was rejoicing. He said, not that you were made sorry, but that you sorrowed to repentance. So what was Paul talking about? Uh, He was saying to him, I'm not glad that you got to feeling bad, but I'm glad that when that sorrow set up in your heart, that you repented and you got saved. Listen, folks. I don't know why I feel like telling this, but I do. I had had a, a, a couple tell me one time uh, that they weren't going to bring their children to church here. I uh, said, I'm "Not going to bring my kids over there to church." I said, "Well, why not?" Uh, they said, "Well, we see uh, we see young people and children. A lot of times they get so broken hearted and they cry and they weep and, and they feel so sad. We don't want our children to go through that." And I said, "But listen, uh, uh, that when God's speaking to them and when their hearts are broken, uh, that helps them seek the Lord." Lord. That helps them get saved. I didn't like feeling sad when I was lost and undone. And I remember sitting in the church house, and the preacher would preach, and the church was praying, and God was calling. I remember thinking, I don't want to feel this way. But, boy, I want to tell you something. I'm honest with you today. When I look back at it, I praise God that I got to feel in that way. Uh, You've got to recognize your lost before you can get saved. Uh, And if you recognize your lost, uh, God also lets you recognize how to get saved and stop being lost. And so let me go on. Now, Paul said, now I rejoice. Not that you were made sorry, but that you sorrowed uh, to repentance. Hey, listen to this. For you were made sorry after a godly manner that you might receive damage by us in nothing. It won't hurt you when God convicts you hard, and you feel that conviction down inside. When you repent and you come to Jesus, it won't hurt you. It'll help you. And so listen to what he said in verse 10. He sums it up he said for godly sorrow Uh, you say well those words shouldn't go together yeah they should Uh, there's a godly sorrow i just talked to you about me experiencing uh, some other folks recently experiencing you've got to have a godly sorrow before you can get a godly joy but let me go on for godly sorrow worketh repentance To salvation not to be repented of praise God I've repented of a lot of things and I've made a lot of mistakes but getting saved was not a mistake and I never had to repent of it listen to me today God so loved the world that was all of us Uh, that was uh, me and you It was those folks that got baptized this morning. uh, And it was me and it was you. Everybody that's uh, sitting here listening or even if you listen on the live stream. I'm telling you what, uh, Jesus Christ died for every person. But I like to preach this. If I'd have been the only sinner or if you'd have been the only sinner, he would have died for that one because he loved loved us individually and singly. He loved you and me enough individually. He died for us that way as well as dying for the whole world. Boy, praise God. And so listen to me today. God that loves you that much, uh, he lets you feel the sadness for sin. You know, uh, I've had uh, things before. Maybe maybe somebody was upset at me, and it'd make me feel real sorry. Uh, uh, well, I'm telling you what, uh, that's nothing compared to God being upset at you. Well, why would God be upset at you? Well, he loves you. He's not mad at you. Why is he upset? Because God hates sin. God doesn't want sin in your life god doesn't want you to die and go to hell that's why he gave his son and listen this may sound strange but in heaven before the world was ever created god the father and the son and the holy ghost agreed that jesus christ was going to come be born of a virgin and go to the cross of calvary and die and race from the dead to save a wretch like me And so, uh, talk about sorrow and joy. Uh, I'm telling you what, I've got great joy this morning. I've got joy in the Lord. Even when the things of life in this world are attacking me, uh, even uh, when I I get down in the valley sometimes, If I'll humble my heart and call on heaven, I can feel joy overflow. I've been in a dark place before and prayed and called on heaven and God would take me from the dark valley to a high mountaintop. That's the kind of God that we've got. So now listen, come get your song ready. I said I wasn't going to preach long, don't think I need to. God loves you. Uh, He's here today. He's calling on people. I believe that. I cannot see your heart. I cannot read your mind, not even... uh, not saying that i can't no sir but listen to me if you're lost and you don't want to stay lost and you don't want to uh, die and go to hell then what you need to do is come and get saved and listen if you're here in church today and you're saved but you're not in a place where you can pray for the lost i'd recommend come to the altar don't be ashamed of the altar you don't have to be an outlaw to come to the altar uh, i need to come to the altar lots of times and i do if you need to come today come today and repent Listen, somebody needs to obey the Lord this morning. Let's all stand. Sing when you're ready. Somebody needs to come to Jesus this morning. Please come right now. Please come right now. Obey the Lord. Let God have his way in your heart and life. Think about the sorrow. Think how much, think how much Paul loved those folks. I could wish that I was a from Christ for the sake of my brother. Think about how much he loved him to say that. And then think about how much God loves you that he sent his son. God sent his son, Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. He sent him to die for us. If you're not saved today, what can you do? You can seek the Lord. The Bible said, seek him while he may be found. Call upon him while he's near. I would like to appeal to you today. If you just got a smidgen, just a tiny bit of a thought, that you need to come to the altar, I believe you need to come. The night I got saved didn't seem to me like I felt the call quite as strong as maybe a month before. But it was God. And he was calling, and I did come, and I did get saved. I'm glad I didn't wait for some other time. Now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. If you hear his voice, harden not your heart, but come this morning. Please come. Praise God. Praise God. Just bow here, sis, and we'll pray. Praise God. Thank the good Lord. Thank the good Lord. Just call on him trust the master. Praise God. Boy, I feel that. I can feel heaven when this one come weeping. God's letting me me pray for her while I'm still talking to you. I'm praying for her, for God to help her and bless her and save her. But I'm talking to you because I believe there are others out here that need to come right now. Right here. God's able. Praise God that we have a God like no other. He's a wonderful God. He's a precious God. He's a loving God. He's a giving God. Oh, He gave more than anybody else could have. He gave all that heaven had. Praise God. Would you come? I believe there's some more need to come. Come on. Thank the good Lord. Just uh, say what's on your heart in your own words.
3: I don't even know what to say.
0: What just happened?
3: He's it to me. He told me to come up here and ask for his help.
0: Yeah. Amen. I told him.
3: Just ask him to come to yeah, me.
0: Yeah, amen. He saved you, amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You just say it in your words. Tell us what's happening.
5: I just feel overjoyed. Yeah, like, I've been coming. I feel like God's been trying to, to talk to me, and yeah, I'm just Amen. thankful.
0: Amen. And so, you told me you felt like you got saved. Of course, you you could tell that without you putting it in those words. Yeah. Um, by you saying you're overjoyed and I can feel the spirit and, uh, I just wanted to acknowledge it and let everybody know for sure. And. Uh,
1: can I say something? You can
0: say whatever you want.
1: I just want to say, Shelly's been coming to church with me, yeah. and we've been friends since elementary school.
0: Yeah.
1: My husband leaned over and asked her if she'd ever been baptized, and she said no. And he leaned over and asked her if she'd ever been saved, and she said no. And I felt like a bad friend because we've been known each other for a lot of years, 30 years and I did not know that about her and that's something you should ask your friends it should be a conversation that you share with your friends and I didn't realize till today I wasn't sharing them conversations with my friends and I should be
0: Praise the Lord and I appreciate what you said but I'd have to say in in retrospect, looking at it right now, I'd say you're a mighty fine friend That'd just be my opinion and she's nodding Amen. Anybody else want to say anything before we come around and shake hands with them? All right. All right. Praise God. Now, let me say this to you. God's moved so powerful, and they've moved so good, and God's blessed them. You can feel the power of God's Holy Spirit in these moves and their testimonies. I believe there are others that need to come. Now, if God's calling you, the invitation's not over. I say some words, and I say we want to make an invitation, and I try to say what God puts on my heart, and when the Holy Spirit moves, that's good, but it's God that really makes the invitation. I believe God's still calling, still inviting people, still making an invitation for folks to come, even while we shake hands. Please come, and you don't have You know, we make a line. You know how we make a line when we come around and shake hands? You don't have to get in that line to come to the altar. Now, if you're in that line and you come by and shake hands, and you want to stop and pray, that's good. You do that. But if you feel it like coming, you just make a, make a straight line to some place up here and pray, and we'll pray with you even while we're shaking hands. God is so good. I praise God for his blessings this morning. But let's sing a song, and you go ahead and finish your song. I, I appreciate you. Uh, you could have finished it, but I appreciate you holding up for me. You did good. <laughs> so Pray.
2: Through every storm Satan is trying to tell me it's over.
0: Yeah.
2: Why should I go on? But the darker the storm, yeah. The more I see Jesus man, and the stronger my love, grows yeah, this side of home. Amen, man, man, praise God. He failed to stop,
6: yeah,
2: the birth of the baby, and he would love to. The death of I am. He can't hold back the coming of my king, and he cannot keep me from loving the land.
0: Hey, man. Please obey the Lord. Please come as he's calling you. Let me, let me say this before you sing the next one. If you're lost or out of fellowship with God or just need to get closer to the Lord, the all is available to you. But let me say this, and we're not trying to twist anybody's arm. This come on my heart. If you're here and you're saved and God's laid on your heart to join this church, doors open. Please come. We're glad to have you. And And the truth of the matter is, if God lays it on your heart to come join this church, we need you. Uh, Because God knows what we need. And so follow the Lord. Sing whatever you want to Amen, amen. Amen Amen Thank you Lord Thank you Lord Thank the Lord uh, for this service and especially thank the Lord for these two just got saved. And I asked them individually, asked both of them, if they wanted to uh, get baptized and join the church, and they both said very enthusiastically, said yes. And so can I hear a move that we receive them as candidates for baptism? Regular move and second, everybody raise your hands. amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, we'll, we'll get a chance, we'll talk to them and see when's a good time. And when we get the time set, we'll schedule it. And we got, as you already know, we've got quite a few more that's uh, uh, testified that God saved them. It's not got baptized yet and so if it works out for them uh, maybe they can get in on that too. We hope so. Okay, anything else before we turn over for the announcements? I want to say this. Thank you for being here and if you're visiting, thank you for coming. I hope you just keep coming. And uh, if nothing else, we'll let you be seated and turn over for announcements. Yeah, it starts at 6 tonight and see them all
7: Our pastor will be in revival at Samaria Baptist Church in St. Mary's, where Brother Jordan is the pastor. That starts tonight. Tonight will be at 6, and the rest of the week will be at 7, if you'd like to go down for that. Cherry Valley United Baptist Church down in Hamilton, Ohio, uh, sent us an invitation. This is for a service today. Uh, The afternoon service will start at 4 p.m., so you would have time to get down there if you wanted to go. They're going to have special singing by the Riverside uh, Missionary Baptist Church Youth Group. And uh, Victor Burkhart uh, will be preaching for them. So if you can go to that uh, and you want to, go. And if not, pray for them. Uh, So I know there's some other announcements
6: Just a reminder to all the veterans, widows of veterans, I know that this can be a difficult thing to come to, but we would love for you to come and honor you. Um, Also, law enforcement members or service members, please come out. Today is the Veterans Day. There's plenty of food. Families of veterans, you are also welcome to come. There's plenty of food. We're excited to honor you and love on you.
5: I just wanted to thank everyone for donating to the Samaritan boxes. I have cash donations, and I have also toys and different things, so I haven't assembled all the boxes, but I just wanted to thank my church. You guys were great, and all the Sunday School teachers. um, I, this was a compassion for me. A couple, last year I wanted to actually work for Samaritan Purse Volunteer, and I had signed up to, Arnold doesn't even know this, I wanted to go to California to see Kyle, and along the way, I was going to stop and work for Samaritan Purse. But God had other plans. So about a month ago, he said, do you remember me? This is your little project. And I was like, oh, my health has not been good, but he said, I'll provide. Last weekend, I could barely walk. I had some issues with my chemo pill, but I am so glad to be here and so proud of my church for supporting this. So, thank
6: you very much. Thank you. I have a couple of announcements. Um, Tonight, we are going to go, the youth group's going to go to Samaria um, for that revival. Um, We plan on just meeting there, um, but if there is. Um, a great number that need a ride Um, please let me know and we will meet and ride together I know a lot of times it's easier for everybody if we just meet there however if there are people though that need a ride we will meet ahead of time and ride together Um, but yeah we're gonna Um, go to that revival tonight and that starts at six like they said Um, next saturday on november 18th that is when samaria is going to be having a youth retreat at their church and we are going to go to that that starts at 8 a.m in the morning it's an all-day event they're going to be having breakfast lunch and dinner um, they're also going to have a lesson, and that's going to be taught by Jeremy. Um, and there's gonna have, they're going to have different activities, and then they're going to end the night with a youth service at 6 o'clock. So um, that is an all-day event, and we are very excited about that. Um, so please come to that if you can, and if you have any questions, just let me know. Um, even if you can only make it for part of the day um, come for any part of the day or portion of the day that you can attend because I'm sure God would bless you for being there any length of time so um, remember that Um, we are still collecting the donations for that family um, that we've adopted and Rhonda and Karen set up a Christmas tree out in the foyer and it's awesome they did a great job and you can look at that tree and you can grab you a little ornament and um, Um, That'll tell you what um, to buy as far as a donation for that family, so that's awesome. And we are also still doing um, sign-ups for our Gatlinburg trip. Um, that is a youth group gatlinburg trip Um, we're going to be going lord willing um, march 8 through the 10th of 2024 Um, and we are going to have signups through the month of november Um, so please get with me if you're interested Um, you'll sign up and you'll pay 25 dollars and that'll lock in your spot Um, and that'll give us an idea as far as how big of a cabin to book Um, We plan on booking that cabin at the beginning of December. So um, you'll pay $25 when you sign up, and then right before the trip, you'll pay another $25. So it'll be $50 total um, if you're three years old and up for that trip. So that's really not a bad price for a Gatlinburg trip. So, So anyways, get with me if you are interested in that, and I think that's it.
7: Are you still with us? All right, here we go. So we need the kids' choir to stay after church because they're singing. The Sunday school choir is going to be singing out for the veterans. And third grade and up is going to be staying for Christmas play practice. Unless you've been told specifically, uh, we want your child to stay. Then if they're below third grade, they can leave. If they're above third grade, they can stay unless they've been told otherwise. Um, I wanted to announce this. Some of the stuff we don't need. The schedule is on uh, the... uh, church Facebook page, right? And uh, the, the Sunday after Thanksgiving, we will not have practice because there's a lot of secondary Thanksgivings and whatnot, and we don't, we, you know, don't want to pull away from that. And what's that? There's practice next week. We're practicing next week. So then we'll need, uh, again, next week, third grade and up to stay. And unless you've been told otherwise, please pray for us. Uh, this is called a Christmas Homecoming there I, I giggled while i was writing it and i i teared up a little too and uh just like today i told heather while this was going on i said this is what baptism is all about somebody getting saved that's what the christmas play is all about it's about inviting people and saying hey you know we we got something here so uh pray for us and that's it appreciate those announcements
0: and those announcers. Please come back if you can. Thank you for being here today. Uh, if nothing else, we'll ask everybody seated to stand. ask Brother Andrew to pray dismissal.